What up, everybody? It's another crazy week. Walmart's moving out of Chicago. The new mayor sucks worse than the old mayor, and he won't condemn the looting. Donald Trump Jr. seems to be endorsing Budweiser, some kind of reason. I don't know. It seems a little suspect to me. Where's your doctor paid to tell you to get the jab? Find out soon. And then last but not least, let me look. Oh, it's Chinese social credit scores. Is it coming to you? What's it look like? Stick around. Awesome. What we were talking about food earlier. We were talking about food. We were talking about how do normal people like how do normal people eat eat all day? Yeah, yeah. Because right now I'm on this thing where I'm doing 2,500 calories. We've been talking about this. Yep, yep. And he wants to cut it down further. I I might have to cut it down further. I don't know. In order for me, yeah, I I probably won't agree either. Okay. As soon as I go to 2,200, I can't have my little bits of cheese. I'll probably be like, "Ah, I don't like this. Oh yeah. But so here's the deal. If if I was just measuring how I ate. Seven years ago. Okay. There's no way. There's no way I wasn't hitting 5,500, 6,000 in a day sometimes. But what Just, were you doing? Were you doing anything different? I was eating whatever I wanted. No, I mean activity. Sports. No kids. Huh? No. <laughs> Sports, no kids. Uh, no, I wasn't doing anything different. Mm. Nope. Metabolism. It had to be. Had to be just, I'm getting older. You think our food is getting crappier? Yes, because every because if you look at the 1970s pictures of uh-huh. people in the United States that were at the beaches and stuff, they're all skinny. And we didn't have like this thing of not overeating. My parents made me finish my plate. It wasn't like right. that generation like, was like, don't eat that much. They were like, no, nah, you'd hork out. Threat, threat of death if you left the table without my, finishing your peas and stuff. For sure. Yeah. Like, where are, you, where are you going? You know, <laughs> where are you going? Yeah, you got peas. You sit here all night. Yeah, my dad, look, dude, that generation was not like, don't eat. That generation was like, there could be a depression in a week, so you should no, eat. No, yeah. <laughs> you know, like, there were like Carters in, in office. Come on, guys. <laughs> yeah, and they, they also had like, you know, my mom would save everything, dude. Like we had bacon grease and mm-hmm. a tinfoil thingy in the cabinet forever. Or not in the our, cabinet, in the, the freezer. We would wash our Ziploc bags. And my abuela would actually wash her aluminum foil and reuse bounty towels. Paper towels. I'm not even kidding. She would dry them out. She'd dry them out and use them again. Yes. On the, <sighs> I remember they'd be on the sink and we'd get in trouble if we got them wet. <laughs> <laughs> right. So we are not the generation of people not eating and neither were the 70s and 80s people. But if you look at pictures at the beaches and stuff, everybody's skinny. So I do think the food is getting worse. I do think corn syrup's bad for people. I do think the ingredients they're putting stuff is in the bag. I think inflammation is causing some of it. Right. Or whatever, for sure. All the soy. All the soy, soy too. Soy makes you keep fat. Have you seen the labels on everything? It's in bread. It's in this. And for men especially, that gets you your your estrogen up. Like, And I can imagine that has a trickle-down effect to anything else in your life. But like too much soy. I think soy is only supposed to be good for like menopausal people or something. Yeah, well, and soy. Is uh, soy is also estrogen? Doesn't it have estrogen? Some well, it estrogen causes, in it? Or I'm not sure. I don't want to. I think it has traces of estrogen. Allegedly. 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 Soy's got traces of estrogen. Oh no, doctor! But I've seen a boy with man tits, and I'm pretty sure he enjoys a good amount of soy. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, well. So, but what I'm saying is, the normal people today are probably like. Right now, if I just go to Burger King or whatever's around me and I'm like, let me get a little something. I haven't done that in years. But like if I did go, I mean, three, not 3,000, but probably 2,000 
2000 calories, probably pretty normal, you know, 2000 calories. I'd be eating a large fry, maybe a second large fry and a large Whopper and maybe a big Coke. Have you you ever seen and all the stuff that they put in it besides the caloric intake of it? um, Have you seen that somebody put like a McDonald's cheeseburger on top the shelf of the refrigerator and it was still like years. pristine yes. looking in like nine years. Yes. I don't know. Could be that too. The yeah. whatever's in there besides right. nutritional value. I think whatever it makes your body do or right. not do. Well, so here's my question. Mm. How hard would it be, Tina, for me and you to go to the store, get the worst type of ground beef that they even have, 70, mm. 30, whatever. It doesn't even matter. Start a hamburger shop, you know, make them this big because that's how big all the other ones freaking are everywhere. They're not very big. If you don't buy the real burger from there, you're right. getting like the budget burger. It's like this big and it's like it's four like bucks still. Thing. Like we could sell legitimate burgers. Doesn't five guys do that? Yeah. But you know how much five guys is in, so in Virginia. Yeah. I don't know what it's like on the West coast, but in Virginia, I went there, got a large fry, one drink, and one burger, double burger with cheese. Mm. I didn't even put bacon on it. $24. No. $24. I talked about this with my whole family. That's how mad I was. But I bought it because I was like, I mean, I'm going to have five guys once in a, every six months. But it graduated five guys to me to once every six months to once every like year. Because I just can't. I my, Something in my blood, my dad's a super cheapo. And so we used to ask him for money. You know, I'm like, dad, can, can I have five bucks or whatever? My dad would go. <sighs> <laughs> and he'd pull out his wallet and then he'd be like, he'd be, he'd be pinching the dollar bills together. Make sure he didn't get two he's, of those. He's pinching them while he's thinking. <laughs> and then, and then we're like, come on, man. And then we hand, he hands a $5 bill and we're grabbing it. And he's like, he wouldn't let it go right away, man. It took time. So I have that in my blood. So when they were like, yeah, it's going to be 2438. For a burger and fries and a drink, I was oh like, gosh. what, dude? No way. I don't care. So that, here's what I'm saying. Me and you, tomorrow, 70-30 meat, ketchup, mustard, buns, some cheap-ass, but real cheese. Yep. And be like, this is $2. This is 2 bucks. This is 3 bucks. Will we become millionaires overnight, you think? Not overnight, because then we'd have to cover overhead and things like that. And our profit margins wouldn't be that big for two bucks. But if we could put do it, so we could do it a reasonable because you're right. Twenty four is a little bit. Wow. I am so surprised. I guess, you know, I haven't had five guys in a while, like since the pandemic. Right. And so uh, I, I it, inflation costs. I haven't seen it yet at Five Guys. Well, they're trying to act like 8% is the inflation rate, but I'm not it's an idiot. It's just normal. Yeah. yeah this is normal. normal. $24 burger. This is normal. <laughs> like, what planet is this, my guy? Like, this is not freaking normal. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Crazy. Yeah, it hurts well, my a, heart. Yeah, there's a reason why. And there's... It's it's happening in our society and what we're talking about today, like with Chicago, like also with, with Walmart's closing and things like that. The only way they could stay open in some of these areas, the rampant theft. Right. And guess whose dollar has to cover that when it comes to any company? The loyal customers. Yes. The good law abiding folks. Yes. Right. The law abiding folks are like it's the same thing. That's the whole problem with this whole everybody helps everybody thing. Mm-hmm. It's, if there's never bad guys, then good guys have to end up paying for the bad guys. Yep. If you never want to say there's bad guys who don't deserve to be paid for, then that means we have to pay for them. 
And that's kind of the problem with the healthcare situation when it was like everybody, it's, you know, the government got their hands in that. And then it was like everybody's health insurance went way up. Well, not just that, not punishing either. Sorry, I just had to add well, that, that part. Like not punishing yeah. because then it's like, well, why would I have the incentive to be, a, a like you said, a good guy and work my butt off and right. add to this system because you're going to have to take more from me right. because the other bad guys, but you don't get the bad guys in trouble. Well, then what's my incentive to be a good guy then? Right. Because you're just going to take from me, give it to someone else that doesn't get in trouble. Why don't I just get in trouble or do nothing? What if I just did nothing? No good nor bad. I'm just there because you're telling me that there's no, there's not even badness in that apathy. Well, I think what's happening is that our society is being given this question all the time now because we're seeing that we're talking about something that's happening in Chicago right now. Yep. You, yep. They're closing Walmarts, which we'll show this video in a second, but they're closing Walmarts and their, uh, and their new mayor who is completely, you know, Marxist basically is refusing to condemn it. So let's just, let's, let's show that video because that is what you're talking about. If you won't condemn it, why shouldn't I go get myself a TV? Right, exactly. All right, so let's watch this video. Yeah, let's look at this. The action pouring in tonight after a violent weekend of shootings and fights involving large groups of teenagers here in Chicago. Last night, hundreds of young people descended on Michigan Avenue, smashing car windows and trying to get into Millennium Park. And Friday night, another large group brawled at the 31st Street Beach, setting a car on fire. Tonight, both the mayor and mayor-elect are weighing in on the team takeovers, calling them unacceptable. This was the scene at Michigan and Washington last evening. Police making 15 arrests during a massive disturbance in the area of Millennium Park. A 16 and 17 year old were shot as others jumped on cars smashing windows. This woman and her husband were attacked in their cars. They waited for a light to change. The guys are jumping in my car. My husband go to their hospital. What did they do? Because the guys I put in their face. And on Friday night, a 14-year-old boy was shot near the 31st Street Beach after fights broke out among a large crowd of teens. In a statement, incoming Mayor Brandon Johnson said, it is unacceptable and has no place in our city. However, it is not constructive to demonize youth who've otherwise been starved of opportunities in their own community. What? It's not, it's not constructive to demonize youth who have otherwise been starved of opportunities in their own communities. Do you think these people were doing this because they didn't have opportunities? This guy's ridiculous. My God, what a dumb thing to say. Let's keep watching. Mayor Lori Lightfoot says her office has been having conversations with Chicago police Can't about monitoring that. and responding to the gatherings, saying we as a city cannot and will not allow any of our public spaces to become a platform for criminal conduct. Even that's a weak sentence. She says that all the time and nothing is done. She says that exact we sentence. We cannot and will cannot not allow, allow our spaces to be. That's all that happens. Oh, whatever. Yeah. CPD has assured me they will make the necessary adjustments to address these teen trend issues as we move into the summer months. Other elected officials are questioning the parents. Third Ward Alderman Pat Dahl tweeting, No other community abdicates parental responsibility for their children. None. Until parents collectively take back control of their homes, nothing will change. That's actually a good point. That is a very good one. I didn't see that when I first No it. other community abdicates parental responsibility for their children. None. That's a great line. Way to go, Alderman Pat Dowell, on this anyway. I don't know what else you've said, but this one seems smart. Really?
And not even smart, just basic sense. It's very, yeah, it's sensible. Sentiments echoed by a woman we met in the middle of the mayhem last night. I'm a part of what I see. I'm from Chicago, and I understand kids having a good time, but it's simply bad parenting. We have to do better as parents. Our kids should not be out here. Where are their parents at? That's my question. The state bought their parents. That's what happened. So... So this is my thing, okay? This whole, oh, we shouldn't demonize these teens not having opportunities. I didn't see um, tattered, torn clothes in there. I saw some nice handbags in those. Uh, yeah, I saw Nikes. Right. I saw some very nice shoes, some very expensive hair. Yeah. Uh, um, it, even for the men, the twisty and everything. That's not cheap. Yeah, we're talking 300, 400 bucks. So I'm not understanding what it is that they're missing out on that makes them destroy, loot, uh, pull the guy. She said he started beating him up, waiting at a stoplight. What disparity are you suffering from in your nice hair and your Jordans and your and your nice and bag? Your perfectly clean clothes that we all saw. Right. Right. That would push you to take an innocent man and start beating him up while he's waiting at the stoplight. I, I need to know. I because that's see, what this guy's saying. Because the Brandon Johnson guys, he said something else really stupid, didn't he? Oh, absolutely. Let me pull this video up. I have this one. Now, we had to pull this from Brandon Tatum's stream because we couldn't find this video. They're not. They're going to hide this. They have to. This is crazy. That's how they can eat? The real answer is, how do we make sure? The question is, how do we make sure that people can eat? Look, no one is going to condone... Um, you know, behavior that, that quite frankly speaks to a level of desperation. So you're not, people you're not condoning not, looting. I'm saying that people are acting out of desperation. We don't want a society that is acting out of desperation, but you have to pay attention to the cries that people have. By so you're, you're not that, condoning looting. Th th there's no way to, to, to embrace that. What I'm saying is you can't condone the looting that corporations continue to do every single day when they take tax dollars from black, brown, white folks all over the city of Chicago so that they can turn a profit. This is bonkers. They were throw they were throwing the softball. They're like, come on, come on, buddy. You can catch it. You can catch it. Yeah. Here you go. They're like you're, telling they're like telling the anchors right? in their ear. They're yeah. telling the anchors in their ear, you must lob him the slowest pitch ever so that he can say the one sound He'll bite we need so that everybody doesn't immediately hate him and think that he's okay with looting. So just say, you don't condone looting and just keep saying it till he agrees. Okay, I'll try three times. You don't condone looting though, right? right? And he's like, Her face. there's no way to embrace that. That's not an answer. That's not an answer, man. I need you to just, we'll come back to this. There's no way to condone looting, right? What can't be condoned is these corporations looting all of our black and brown people. Oh, shit. This guy doesn't mind you looting. What, what would I do? Around. Tomorrow, I would hire three of my best black friends and go, you guys go get me six TVs. Go get me 15, you know, scuba <laughs> tanks. What well, I'll rob everybody of everything if there was no rules against it. And my mayor was this incompetent. This the dude's not even there left. yet. He's not even in yet. And he's That's already saying he's dumb saying. shit. That's what, no, apparently I, so I did some reading on him. Apparently he was a professor or some sort of teacher somewhere. I believe it was a high school teacher, but don't quote me on that. Um, but I do, he was an instructor of some sort. Wouldn't, didn't believe in giving kids failing grades or bad grades. When you earn, Sounds right. you get what you 
earn. Okay. Yes, there are some bad teachers. There are some, you know, uh, instructors who will personally take things against you or them being lazy and missing a, a right answer. Yes, that does happen. But this guy is literally saying that no one deserves a bad grade. Uh, I don't know what to say. Yeah. The answer is some people do when they some do. people do bad things and some people, and you know what the other thing is too, is like to pretend that this is all just because of They've been wrong, so therefore they're 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 the, what you're experiencing is a symptom of a problem. It's an, what you're experiencing is a symptom of a lack of discipline. Now you can say the lack of discipline is from uh, lack of uh, parents or lack of whatever, but like that's because Democrat ideas went into all of these places. And yes, some Republicans helped cause the oh, kind yeah. of in, the kind of wealth uh, issues that like poor people have, but it's not just black folks. It's poor people have the same damn problems everywhere. The government incentivizes single motherhood and daddy yes. became the government and you are doing exactly what the government wants. And what's that creating issues so that they can take more control of the people that aren't in their control yet. They want more people on welfare. They want more people on the, on the corporate government nickel nipple so that they can control everything and we don't have to worry about your freedoms and all this other nonsense anymore because our freedoms interfere with what the global elites want. Right. No, I agree. And and that's the thing is that they create this chaos by literally doing just that. Well, they don't have to actually do anything themselves. What they have to do is just not do anything, not punish criminals, not punish students or give students a bad grade if they earn it just because of the color of their skin or whatever, uh, uh, some type of, of area that they live in, whatever it is, just push them along. You're setting them up for failure because they're never going to know what it's like to, oh, this is, I shouldn't do this. I should do that. Da, da, da. Like you learn those things as you grow up from your parents and also from school and from like the government working around you too. If you see that somebody walks out of a store with merchandise and doesn't get arrested, what do you grow? You see this as a kid. What do you think that tells that kid? Right. Oh, it's okay. As long as it's not past, what does California say? Oh, nothing past $900 and I, they don't even have to call the cops. Count me in. Right. Of course. Why wouldn't you sell it online? Why wouldn't you? We, we want to, you need a $400 thing that you can't go get the PS five, go get yeah. it. Go get it. What are they going to do? Get Arrest two you? Of them. No, they're not Cops don't even them. show up, dude, unless it's a thousand. Yeah. Yeah, which is why it's like you contrast this with like old Western justice where it's like you stole a dude's horse and they just hung you. You know, it's <laughs> yeah. like, well, at least you quit stealing horses. You know what I mean? Like, like that's the good part. I'm like, I'm not for that, but like I am for law and order, you know, but I mean, it's all just upside down, man. And then you've got, you know, speaking of which, there's the over extreme. There's the over extreme of the government doing too much. You know what I mean? Of the government being too involved. But right. like the well, basic tenets of law and order aren't bad. Like you have to have them. And right. if you always pretend that the people that are getting in trouble are victims somehow, it doesn't make any damn sense. What's, right. what's this one? Oh, oh, the Walmart. Okay. So, yeah, they're closing four Walmarts. And apparently this this announcement was abrupt. This wasn't just like, hey, where it's looking not looking too good, you know, too much theft and uh, what do they call it? loss prevention reports and things like that. Is that what that. it says? Is that why they're saying they're doing it? Yeah. They're, no, this. this is what they're saying. They're saying that we're not making enough money at those locations. They're being very politically. Um, Correct. Yes. They're just saying we're not making enough money. That's all they basically said when it comes to these stores. And they just said, hey, if we're not making money, we need to close these area locations. It's just the way it's business. It's not personal. It's business. But 
I'm pretty sure they're not saying out loud what is causing that, which is rampant theft. They have to put laundry detergent behind locked uh, glass. Laundry yeah. detergent. Yeah. You know what's interesting is that uh, the store in California, when I was in California, mm-hmm. I went to a Walmart to get some shoes or something forever ago. Mm-hmm. And they had socks and underwear behind closed uh, cabinets with with uh, with the glass. I had to get a worker to come around to unlock the damn thing. And I, I was like, who is stealing underwear? Oh, homeless people, you know, in California. Just, that's happening in underwear Chicago. Underwear and socks. Same thing in Chicago. The underwear, you're right. The undergarments, they were talking about the undergarments being behind glass. I remember reading that when I was reading about all these Walmarts here closing. And the thing is, is that, again, it goes back to you should punish what's bad. We reward what's good. But if you don't punish what's bad and you just say, naughty, naughty, just don't do it or, again. You don't even say naughty, naughty. You go, well, you know, based on where you grew up, this behavior makes sense. And we want to support you. Right. It's just like, what are you doing, bro? There's no chance at recovery with these fucking sentences. Right. Yeah. And that's what the new mayor elect is saying. Right. He's already saying it. But I mean, he's, I mean, full blown Marxist from what I can understand. He had like actual tenets of it. I thought, I don't know. I think you're no, I think you're right. Especially the way he was teaching, not giving anyone a bad grade. That's everyone is equal. That's that's extremely Marxist, regardless like, of behavior, regardless of performance. That's how you the only people that can do that are people are the only societies that are capable of doing that are societies that were already successful because other types of ideology made them successful. If you were around 400 years ago and there was buffalo to be hunted and Johnny never tried to help hunt or anything like that, you don't just go. We all get some buffalo. Right. We all get to eat at the table. That's not what you did. You right. know what I'm saying? You go, oh, uh, well, Johnny. Uh, well, what did Johnny do today? Yeah. Did wh- he contribute? Did you do anything, Johnny? You didn't do anything, Johnny. Oh, no. Of he course, stole. it would probably more sound like, <laughs> you know, or something like that. Yeah. Le moi, le you know, or something. I'm trying to be a Native American with that, but it didn't sound, it didn't sound that bad. It sounded a little French. Oh, we're going to get canceled for it now. Ah, shit. Uh, Son of a I was looking for it. Well, so um, the other side of this, though, is when you do start and when the government does get involved, because they're getting a little too heavy handed in some parts of the world, obviously. I mean, obviously, we watched them with the last three years. They've been heavy handed in everything, Mm -hmm. but some of them are directly heavy handed. I'm going to pull this video up about China's social media credit score system Mm. or the Chinese social credit score system because it's coming everywhere. They want it to be everywhere. Yes. Uh, So let's watch this. Everywhere she goes, Ouyang Haoyu is followed. What she buys, how she behaves, is tracked and scored to show how responsible and trustworthy she is. It's called the social credit system, and in one version now being tested, a person's reputation is scored on a scale of 350 to 950. And Haoyu, with a good score of 752, is okay with it. In fact, most people are. It's a mechanism like... uh, If you change the sentences... And, the, you know, basically the government is telling you how good you are, essentially trustworthy, right? Mm-hmm. How trustworthy, meaning they're entrusting something to you. We let you exist upon the condition that you are submissive to what we want. They're playing God. Yes. They're essentially saying righteous. 
you're righteous. And you shouldn't have to, but we should have a society like with religion, perhaps teaching us that, no, you want to be like that. And you shouldn't have human beings, i.e. the government and corrupt controlling you and telling you what you did here was right. What you did here was wrong. Cause what if one day they change their mind about what right and wrong is there you go. and maybe they have 3 million Uyghur Muslims in concentration camps and are harvesting their organs. Maybe those guys shouldn't be telling you what makes you trustworthy. Right. Oh, sounds like they're not trustworthy. Yeah. Let's keep watching this. Pushes you to become a better citizen. It's big data meets big brother expanding how the government monitors, understands, and ultimately controls its 1.4 billion citizens. Thanks to advances in artificial intelligence and facial recognition, and a web of more than 200 million surveillance cameras. Are people bothered by privacy concerns? We think uh, a lot of cameras keep the safety. It's uh, really good. We can accept it. Companies are experimenting with the algorithms to help the government create the new national social credit system. Safety. Safety. And what is Ben, was it Ben Franklin that said, a society who wants safety over liberty deserves neither or something like that? Yeah, deserves neither and and will get neither or something. Something like that. That literally just came into my head when he said that. Oh, but for the safety. Yeah, for the safety, which means you'll just be under control. I mean, look, they're in this video, they're tracking the cars. They know what their license plates are. They're tracking faces. Mm-hmm. The government also has pilot projects. In one, citizens are required to do hours of unpaid work to get benefits. And scores are docked for things like littering, a messy yard, gossip, even jaywalking. Video of offenders is shown on the local news. And information collectors like Joe I. Nee are paid to report on their neighbors. Her quota, 10 entries a month. Oh my gosh. So they have slaves already. They have slaves in order to get like, we'll feed you if you do what we say. That's what to get benefits, to get government benefits. If you want them, you have to you have to clean this and clean that and do this. I mean, honestly, for that's not that bad. Benefits, yeah, I was that's about not to that say, bad like, of a thing. Our but people have problems. They doing, don't, but so. they. We have to remember the government wants all of them to be that way eventually. Right. So they make it harder and harder to generate wealth and to be in the middle class. And eventually, they'll shove everybody into the lowest class possible so that they can what lord all the authority over them entirely. And then they have this chick. Her quota. She, she has said, a quota for reporting. What if everybody reporting. was good? That means that they just have to keep making stricter and stricter rules. Right. In my opinion. 10 entries a month. She has to put in 10 wow. entries a month to, about her neighbors. Yeah, that's how my grandfather uh, had to leave. Well, that's why he had to leave so fast. If leave Cuba so fast is because he got snitched out by uh, one of the neighborhood watchers or the people watchers and reported to the Cuban military. And then uh, it was supposed to be lights out, but because he was against the communistic regime. So they had to leave like that night or something. God, it's tyranny. So gross. Isn't it? It's so gross. And the fact that Putin and this guy are shaking hands too, is just scary because Putin seems like he's not totally gone like that. Like cool with that stuff. But like that means- Yeah, he's desperate, so he has to kind of take China's help. But at the same time, it's like, dude, I don't want, you know, because Putin seems kind of based in some of the stuff that he's saying. Yeah. You know, but it's like, dude, if you're shaking hands with that guy and what they're doing to the world right now. what our government is doing. Well, dude, I get it. Like, I couldn't support U.S. stuff anymore at all. Like, if somebody waved an American flag overseas, I would be like, 
the principles that that country that you're talking about were founded on are amazing. But whatever they're probably trying to do in your country right now is probably bad for you and your country and for America. Right. Because the U.S. is just being used like a rag doll for the elites, man. That's why that every single war we've been in has been a rag doll for the elites, basically. They just Lately, need, yeah. yeah. The last 30 years, everything's been a joke. I saw something the other day that 9-11, uh, which we all knew this, obviously. This is allegedly, by the way. Uh, mm -hmm. But 9-11, essentially, they were talking about how um, the CIA just recently had to basically produce some documents and it proved that they were working or working with the two of the primary pilots uh, uh, that ran into the towers. Really? Mm -hmm. uh, at least that that's what was released allegedly. Okay. Don't quote me on that, but I just saw it. And it, but when you dig into nine 11, it makes no sense anyway. A lot of stuff. None of it makes of, sense. Yeah. The third tower, you know, built tower seven that right. was not hit by a plane happens to fall at free fall speed as well. Just like the other ones. The crazy thing is, do you know how many buildings in history, how many skyscrapers have collapsed due to fires in the United States? The answer is three. Yeah. World Trade Center, the two towers, and then the other one that was not hit by a plane are the three. That's in the history? That is in American history. The only three that have ever fallen from oh, a fire. Oh, see, I didn't know that. Oh, okay. Well, I would have thought at least yeah. one or two might have like just from a fire might have been. Nope. Just the trade centers are the only ones. The ones that were literally designed to withstand being hit by an airplane. Literally, it's in their blueprint. This will withstand a Boeing That's crazy. hitting them. Yeah. You know what I think we're getting? We're going to see right now. You're uh, Mark my words. We're going to get involved in another war sure. that's just started uh, Sudan. There's a bunch of unrest there. The rebels and the... Uh, government and everything fighting and oh looks like there's unrest well guess where's i think sudan is right on the sea it's a perfect strategic place for uh dealing with ukraine right mm. well guess who came to an agreement with sudan to use their ports china russia russia so hmm, now there's civil unrest i wonder why could the u.s be in there meddling in their things and causing unrest for sure. That's what I think. And yeah, they oil. want, they want, it's the same thing they did to Ukraine in 2014. Iraq. Yeah. They just, we remove your regime. We put the one we want in that's pro our globalist efforts for the future. And make it like, oh, we got to go in there and help. It's crazy to see all this playing out now, though, the global scheme that they've had for this long, because it's like for a long time, it was hidden behind, you know, behind a lot of rhetoric we kind of didn't understand. But now we clearly see there's two big arms. Right. China and Russia want to maintain like their dominance and they want to keep growing and they want to be able to do kind of wicked stuff to their population and not be challenged about it. And the United States has officially. China, definitely. Yeah. And the United States has kind of been um, just corrupted from the inside to stop them at all. Uh, so that there's no threat to them anymore. And then what happened was the globalists bought out the United States military and everything, it kind of seems like. Yes. And so it's a battle of that thing versus the world. So it's almost like two guys you don't want to win anyway. It's right. like the American globalist military that's enforcing weird crap that none of us agree with versus like the Chinese version of controlling their population in Russia or whatever. Like they're, they're, It's like two dragons and neither, no matter who wins, we lose. Yeah. Uh, the only way this thing gets better is somehow if a really great guy gets elected in 2024, turns everything around, roots out all the corruption and then completely changes direction so that the world respects us again. And we have a chance of winning the global hegemony back I was under a healthy 
situation, but I don't, that's such a far-fetched hope. Right. If Especially I'm honest with the, with the totally legitimate elections, they're already telling us, I was telling you this earlier, they're telling us that some polls are saying Biden is the favorite to win 2024. Are you effing kidding me? <laughs> that is absolutely crazy. That's that's what they're doing is they're psycholog they're psychologically getting planting people, the seeds yeah, just saying, like they oh, did. Look. Hillary's gonna win. Yeah. Hillary's gonna win. Right. Get and, ready for a red wave and then it won't matter. Like they told us, and then it was like, oh, and, and then just Rasmussen reports started talking about this. Rasmussen yeah, says that there was a lot of uh election stuff. I'm not saying that there was, but Rasmussen said that there was. Yep. Rasmussen reports. Go look it up on Twitter. There's there's so much. There's, there's that. And we're seeing it. You know what? You made a really good point about we're seeing it happen now. Like I said, like when I saw that thing about Sudan, I said, oh, that's America meddling in there. Yep. Allegedly. Oh, there's civil unrest. Oh, let me guess. They were armed by somebody all of a sudden. Oh. And then there's this coup group that's going to go take over the government. And then the ports are going to belong to the U.S. in six months. Wow. And and it's because, oh, Russia had made an agreement to have ports there. Oh, suddenly there's unrest. I mean, there's always been unrest right. there. But suddenly it's bad enough that we're talking about it. And now I'm pretty right. sure the U.S. is thinking about going in there to help. Isn't that funny? And Yeah, we're I wonder if the CIA it. reached out to some of their contacts there to route to, to arm and, re and cause them to create a disturbance. Yes. It's such a joke. But and now the fact that you saw it and immediately we're like, oh, I bet this is what's happening means the cat's out of the bag. Yes. The curtain's been ripped but down. We can we see, see we can see Oz. They we can see he's doing it. But yeah, they're pretending that we can't see it. And you know why? Because 60% of our population, 70% doesn't see it. I know. Maybe 75, maybe 80%. Some people might even say 85, 90% don't see so? it. Oh gosh, please. No. <gasps> but if they don't yet, they're gonna. I hope so. They're it's gonna. the same thing happening with something on our list. Bud Light. You don't think we effing see you? You're sitting here trying to backtrack by making all these commercials now. The real American dream. And they even did one with a Clydesdale. Come on. Like, it's so obvious what you're trying to do. Yeah, you wanted more customers and they promised you something with no. the woke mob. They said, we'll give you money if you do this. And you were probably like, that's a bad decision for our customers because I'm they not an idiot. They didn't say that. I think they're just as woke up there. See, you give them too much credit, in my opinion, by saying that. I think they were totally on board with it. They don't effing care. They don't care about any of this. They just said, whatever makes us money. Oh, everybody's going woke. I guess we got to go woke, too. They yeah. don't care. They and don't then Donald care. Trump Jr. coming out. Oh my God. And saying, hey guys, we we've beat them up a little. We've beat them yes. up a little too much. And now should we play it first? Yeah, no, let's play yeah. it. Let's play it. It's disgusting. I'm very, very disappointed in him. I'm not, though, for destroying an American and iconic company for something <laughs> like this. Trust me, the memes have been so good. I'm sitting there chomping that like I want it. But like when I actually look into it, I'm not going to blame the whole company for the inaction or the stupidity of someone in a marketing campaign that got woke as hell. The company itself doesn't participate in the same leftist nonsense as the other big conglomerates. Frankly, they don't participate in the same woke garbage that other people in the beer industry actually do, who are significantly worse offenders when I looked into it. Mm -mm. Mm -mm. Yeah, mm -mm. sorry, bro. Like, you know, and the reason they're saying that is because I think they donated, what, five million? That's what it is. No, that's the fucking problem is that's what it is, is that they're sitting here saying this. Stuff. It's about money, 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 
money. And what Donald Trump Jr. is saying, the exact same thing that we don't want to hear from Republicans, the rhinos, why we hate Mitt Romney. Okay, hate was a strong word. Whatever, you whatever, good Christians out there, you know, is because it's about money. Money. Right, they're donors, so we don't say anything. And it's like, no, dude, this guy, the thing about this whole thing is about an ideological war that is happening. The war is on truth as a whole and an entire community starting to embrace delusion and us being like, not only is your delusion hurting you now, now you're costing my kids scholarships. Now you're costing my kids sanity. And now you're trying to tell my kids that they better enjoy this type of thing and teach them in kindergarten about all these toys and stuff like this. And this shit's happening. I know. And so it's like, if, if you're Bud Light and you're going, our primary customer is in the South, likes NASCAR, likes people, probably likes God. And then you you put this shit on there and go, we think that you have been a woman for 365 days, Dylan Mulvaney. You've just taken a side. And that ideological blow, you have to be felt. I'm sorry. No, I you agree. Boycott done. And like, who the, bro. Who, who the f- cares at this point? So what they lose money or the RNC or the GOP because of them. They're not stop, doing shit anyway. Right. Stop making it about the money. It's the principles here. The principles, the, the the tenant. We don't care if we have to live in a cardboard. Some people, we don't care if we have to live in a cardboard box, okay? Because we will live the right way or how we feel for our children and everything like that. We will take down our way of living. We want the same thing from our politicians. Right. Who we want cares? people that actually buy into the thing that you said that you were. Right. I don't care if it's awkward. I don't care if it oh, goes against the money. system. But I guess this is, I. but you know, the thing about being a politician is there is parts. I know. Where you've kind of got to be like, all right, well, in order for my commercial that I want the right people to see to even get played, I do need $38 million for me to be able to do that so that I can act, so that I can enact some good. So like, I guess part of being, and that's kind of where I look at Donald Trump, the father, and I go, all right, I think he's a little greasy. Okay, but I think he's greasy in the way that I just described that he's willing to play ball so that he can get authority to change things for better, potentially. But he played a little too much ball on the jabs and he played a little too much ball on all that different stuff. You know what I mean? And I'm going to disagree with you there. Well, like when he brought up uh, the J&J CEOs on his rally stage, the Johnson and Johnson CEOs, he brought them up in a rally. And like people were like, what are you doing, bro? Like that was like you played a little too much ball, bro, in my opinion, like way too much, bro. Like you have to admit that they weren't as good as you are pretending that they still were. And you also better damn well admit that they didn't save as many lives as you're pretending because his numbers every time he mentions them are like 10 million plus. It's like, no, bro. No. But go ahead. Go ahead. No, I I didn't know if he was still talking about them. But what I feel is that. At the time, because remember, he was president at the time. What was everyone demanding, including the liberals? We need a vaccine. We need a medicine. Make it. See, you can't make it happen, Donald Trump. See, see. And guess what he did? He said, challenge accepted. So what I feel is that the people demanded, he delivered. Now, I agree. I don't agree with the pushing it. I mean, but that's what the people demanded at first. They wanted a shot. Yeah, but the way that he went about it was like, you need the car to get to the end of the line faster? No problem. Right. You know, he's like, take the brakes off, take the seatbelts off and put nitrous oxide in the engine. And it got us there. 
But the there right. with no accountability, right. arguably and allegedly is harming millions of people mm-hmm. uh, that are reporting on these VAERS reports. I guess it's not allegedly. VAERS re- even yes, is even yes. reporting it. And VAERS only accounts for like 1% of actual problems. Right. So like there's some serious shit going on now. The embalmers in some in some countries are saying we can't even embalm people because these they have these new to us, meaning they've never seen this before, consistent patterns of white fibrous clots in their arteries and in their blood and in their veins Mm. that we can't push the embalming fluid past. So we have to remove this, these white fibrous clots and they've got jars and jars and jars of them that they're showing on camera talking about this stuff. So there is some issues that are happening. I'm not saying that's from the jab no, because I'm not allowed to. So I would never say that. But the embalmers sure seem to be thinking maybe something something's might have something. Up. Something's up. No, I, I, I. See but what, what was your saying. opinion? What were you going to say about Trump? No, just, just that, just that, that. And I do, I do agree with you on that. That he does play the greasy uh, a ball with politicians because he understands that. Right. And I totally agree with you. And no one's perfect. Right. We're not going to get a perfect person. Because anymore. if he is perfect, he's not going to have friends. If he if he was the guy we wanted to him to be, everybody would hate him because he'd be speaking the truth no matter what. Right. And sometimes in order for you to make change, you got to make friends with people that are greasy. It's true. And so you can't just be the person who's like, no, I won't allow for Anheuser-Busch to exist if they said a wrong thing or did a wrong thing. Or you can be like his son's trying to be right now and go, yeah. guys, take it easy. But I don't think he realizes how timing. much. Yeah, the timing, timing. was bad. And I don't think he realizes how much we actually hate what's happening nowadays. Right. And it's not it's not a it's it's not a commercial with perhaps um, just someone who might be lesbian or gay. It's this trans group that seems to it, it's just been too much for everyone. The rhetoric that's being pushed by many, not all, but many that it's just not jiving. I'm trying to use like nice words right now. Well, so what I saw was somebody was saying that, you know, Dylan Mulvaney is not dressing up like as an adult woman. He's very frequently dressing up like a teen or like a very young adult that young women would aspire to become like. And so that's creepy because he's talking to the little children, basically, and influencing the little children. The same same way they used little Nas X to with that, I'm going to take my horse down the old town road. And then he went on elementary school tours for like a year and gained all these followers. And then immediately afterwards was like, all of a sudden he was wearing high heels and giving Satan a lap dance in his Montero, whatever that song is like so freaking disgusting. And I have it from very high authority that he's not even, he's not even this. Yeah. They're making him do it. Um, you know, I, I think you told me something like that. Yeah. So like he was upset. Yeah. So they must've, they offered Dylan Mulvaney something. Okay. And then, you know, you get it. You I get just it. sensed you something. I am Eloise. I am six. I'm a city child. I live at the Plaza Hotel, which is huge and wonderful. And Trace and Now, Especially you just time. made the comment. That is so effing true. He's not trying to be a woman. Right. Trying to be a little girl, which is really Sick. effing weird. That's demented. You know what it's going to come to, right? They're going to start saying... Oh, that's not your real age. 
you're, you say you're 26, but guess what? Since I just started my transition, I'm actually only a six-year-old girl. Therefore, there is a lovely little 16-year-old boy I'd like to be with. Since I'm only a six-year-old girl, I'm a minor like you. Like, it's going to turn into that because we're just making all our own rules. definition and rules and everything. And look at that. That was made recently. That right. Eloise, I guess it's it's obviously supposed to be a little girl. I guess it's from an old movie, whatever. I don't know enough about it. But that is, what is this? Trying to be like a little girl. Yeah, this is getting sick, man. So that's what it is. It's not even someone like maybe Blair White or even like Caitlyn Jenner or something. They're trying to be women, okay? Trans women. I could have forgive a Bud Light commercial with Blair White. But- because it is Dylan Mulvaney trying to be a little girl. Right. Even the skipping and the stuff like that it's is like, what just, are you doing, bro? Thank you. What are you doing, bro? This is getting sick. You don't, you don't need to be influencing kids. And that's the thing is they think you should be able to influence kids. That was what I was going to talk about. Washington state passed HB 1169 or something like that. What's that up? says that if a child wants to do transition and the parents do not allow them to physically undergo surgery, the state can take the children. Yes. Wow. When did this pass? In the last week. I have not heard this. Yep. I posted about it um, on Instagram. I'm not. Honestly, I'm Let not me look surprised. Up what the- I'm not surprised. There was a, uh, while well, you looked that up, there was a video, a TikTok I had watched about a dad saying, hey, everyone, he was in Washington state. I just got a call to pick up that my son didn't pick up his antidepressant medication. And I said, my son isn't on antidepressant medication. And basically after going through many phone calls and calling many people, he has found out that his son has been on antidepressants for six months prescribed and done through the school without one iota of his knowledge. Unbelievable. Especially because medical malpractice is allegedly the third leading cause of death in the United States. If your kid is allowed to undergo medical treatment without your supervision and consent, that is crazy because the hands of the, you've been in hospitals, man. You've been to doctors. They are not the end all be all. And frequently the other day, my doctor prescribed me 900 pills instead of 90. Oh goodness. And I was like, Hey, Oh, they're people. They're people. That's what I'm saying. That's why your parent who does care about your stuff should know things. What what was the right amount? Oh, you gave him 30. You gave him 30 milligrams of lisinopril instead of 15. Well, there's a lot of more side effects that happen when you do that. This is even this is a normal drug, but that's weird. Right. But let me read this to you. Washington state passed uh, SB 5599, which allows the state to legally take children away from their parents if they don't consent to their children's gender transition surgeries. All Democrats voted yes. All Republicans voted no. So as much as I do want to highlight that Republicans are not perfect and that we judge them a lot, you know what I'm saying? We will call, we'll call a Republican a rhino and we think that they're all mostly corrupt, but at least you're voting no to stuff like that. I can't believe that that passed. But it passed. So I don't know what that means, but it's got to mean that if you live in Washington and your kid is entrenched into any kind of public school, public eye, anything like that, and they're getting talked to at all, you have to remove them. You simply have to. The risk is too high that they could have a conversation and then you could be seen as a person that CPS needs to come investigate because you're not supportive of what, whatever the hell, you know, and then you end up in a situation where you have to flee the state and then you get, you know, charged with kidnapping because you took the state's kids. Bro, I have been reading some other stuff too. Hmm. This total other thing. 
I have to show you off camera, but oh, it's uh, it's pretty crazy. This dude, I think his name's David Strait. It might be, but he just talks about how the the entire like everything about the way that we do our normal life, the way that we think we have to have a driver's license to drive, we don't. The way that you think you have to comply with like all of these rules and regulations and stuff. Like you can show up to court if somebody's trying to say something against you, unless you've murdered or harmed someone. Like if you're like all kinds of stuff. And he's just like, no, they are actually, they are enforcing a maritime law court system that has nothing to do with what you are. If you're like sovereign citizen stuff. It's a, 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 a state national is what you want to be. But what most of us are, are citizens of the United States of America or whatever. So he was even talking about how you don't actually own your land. Oh, you your, don't. your birth certificates and stuff like that are, are, are a certificate of birth, but it's not like, or even titles. You don't even own your own titles. You don't even own a car. Right now, you own the certificate of title mm -hmm. and you have to go do all these 10, 15 taxes. different things. Yeah. So anyway, he was just talking about how all of it is just you have to learn to take your 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 sovereignty back. And he was explaining the different ways to do that. And I'm like, this is really interesting. I got to dig into it more because I got to see if there's any poop in the brownie yeah. to be like, is this all whack? But a lot of the stuff that he's saying and he gets people off lawsuits and stuff like that all the time. The government has to give back property and everything that they take because it can't be taxed because private property is not supposed to be able to be taxed. Um, but when there's uh, land patent and I don't know, a bunch of different stuff. Anyway, we got to talk about all that because it's, it's yeah. worth talking about, but back to it. Yeah. The speaking, state can literally take your kid. I'm sorry. I'm still, that still the blows state my can mind. Take your kids. The fact that, that we even, mind. we even give, we even let doctors, have any kind of authority over a parent's authority is crazy. And you know why? Here's why. Look at this. We know about the jabs now. We yeah. know that, you know, it's been a little bit crazy. Okay. But I want to show you this. You probably saw it. No, I haven't seen that yet. Okay. So this is Anthem. This is their, uh, their, Jab Provider so Incentive a, Program, a, An Anthem Blue Cross Blue Shield Medicaid, an insurance provider, yes. health insurance. One of the it's getting vaccinated is one of the best ways to stay the safest way people can protect themselves. So uh, the the provider incentive program is open to you if you participate <laughs> in the primary care provider with Anthem Blue Cross Blue Shield panel size of twenty five or more members. All members identified as receiving. Uh, vaccine services are included in the methodology. The results will be calculated for two time periods, September 1st, uh, December or, and December 31st. How can you qualify for a bonus? If your practice meets the below thresholds uh, for people that are jabbed with at least one dose by September 1st, 2021, you will receive the initial incentive payment based upon the following rates. 30% of Anthem members are jabbed then you get a 20% bonus per jabbed member. If you can get to 75% of your uh, people to be uh, jabbed, then you get $120 per, $125 per person. So what do you think? What can they call members to? You notice that? Members instead of patients. Yeah, Anthem members. Anthem just, members. Just saying, like, not sick people. Because it's not people. This is membership. Right. This is money. How many doctors, how many people do you think they wow. have in one practice? Like 
a hundred, 200, 300? Do you have a it ballpark idea? It really just depends. And uh, these days it's a lot. They, Maybe three, 400. I don't know. I honestly don't know about private practices and things well, like I that. Well, I mean, even if we just do the basic math, because they do another incentive. Here, I'll look it up for you. Uh, the ideal average load for every primary care provider has been estimated at 1,000. However, many physicians say the reality is around 2,500 and some saying closer to 3,000. So let's just be conservative here and just say okay. their number, 1,000. All right. So do 1,000 times 125 because I can tell you what it is. It's 125,000. Yeah. So you're saying to me that if I have 1,000 people and I can get them all jabbed, I get a $125,000 bonus from Blue like Cross, Blue free. Shield. I bet it's like tax-free and something like really good. Wait a minute. The, oh, Holy I crap. To, what an incentive. I was going to say, and not just that, um, I meant to I, I explain, I didn't mean to laugh in the beginning when you were reading this. I laughed because remember when they were saying, there's no incentive to vaccinate people. There's... It is for their health and safety, conservatives, right. conspiracy theorists. Why, why, do we be, why do we keep being called conspiracy theorists? Why? Because everything is fucking right. Sorry. Right. It just is. Right. I mean, and the and fact that there's an official an, memo. And they did another one, too, in December with the same thing, except the bonus was double. So you would get 125 grand the first time. And then three months later, you get another 250 grand. If you can get everybody jabbed, if you just had a thousand, if you just had a thousand. Dude. And they're saying it's closer to 2,500. This is crazy. This is such a whistleblower. We right. I'm glad that we looked through these numbers now in the show, because I'm going to make a video about this specifically, For real. specifically, and just, and just beat it up because this is ridiculous, dude. But I mean, we if were you're right, I'm sorry, yeah. I'm still stuck on the fact that your doctor was, was paid 125 grand to kind of hint that you should get it. And then if you didn't want to, your nurse was probably told to pressure you a little bit more like they always. Do. Oh, yeah. I mean, I think this is the biggest story of the year. Like it should be. It, it should wasn't. Be, it wasn't. But it should be it until you told me about it. I didn't hear about it until you told me. Sorry. Well, it's, it's the, yeah. I mean, I'm just surprised, man, that there's so much of this masks, uh, that study that oh, they did that came out where it was yeah. like. How did they, how did they do for people? And it, well, what did it say? 59% or something like out. that. Yeah. yeah. Read that. Read the conclusion. Which one? Out. There's a couple, there's a couple of them. <laughs> there's a couple studies that are .orgs, .govs that are saying that masks not only did not work, but are causing harm. Long-term, long-term uh, wearing, excuse me. So I have one from clinicalmedjournals.org. All right. Of the 343 participants of the sur survey, uh, these were N95 masks and surgical masks. The majority of respondents reported one or more of adverse uh, side effects, while 8.5% reported none of the adverse uh, side effects. Now, these included um, headaches. Hang on. Cognitive function. That was a big one because we don't need our healthcare providers not having good cognitive function. But basically, only 8.5% said no adverse reactions from long-term mask use, whereas 91.5%, 314 out of 343, said, yes, we're having these, and it was anonymous, we're having these in New York City, too, very mask-friendly there, very mask-heavy, okay? And these people are having cognitive, cognitive difficulties, brain fog, headaches, uh, acne and skin conditions. Uh, there was even, remember when the dentists uh, were talking about mask mouth? 
yes. during the uh, yes. uh, pandemic. Yeah. So there's a lot of harm that has come from wearing these masks and provably. Right. They can prove that it does exist. Right. The other one was the NIH thing. And it says healthy anesthesiologists wearing the mask for more than two hours can significantly decrease their oxygen levels and increase the respiratory rates. And there's shortness of breath, dizziness, and headache that gradually increases. So there you go from NIH. Boom. So that's why you can't just go trusting doctors blindly about things. They're paid to do things. And the stuff that they suggest sometimes we find out later is bad. Look, I mean, we talked about this the other week about how they completely withdrew their original ideas about chemical imbalances as a primary mechanism for prescribing antidepressants and stuff. And it's just years. Yeah. I mean, you're talking about years of people prescribing themselves for something, you know? And so, yeah. Third leading cause of death in the United States is what is alleged about medical malpractice. And I totally believe it. So that's okay. That's just it too. It's okay for, science to change because it is ever changing as we develop new technologies and we actually find out the truth about things that is completely okay but to sit there and act like there is no room for any other answer or opinions or opinion yeah or people who think that's not such a good idea that doesn't make that person a bad person it doesn't make them a dumb person right and there's doctors that lost their licenses to practice yes. medicine and stuff because they were saying they were saying Iver Schmechlin yeah. was working and they were saying hydroxychloroquine yeah. was working, you know, and they were saying all kinds of stuff like that. And, you know, because of that, they were getting, you know, completely booted off their boards and stuff like that. Yeah, I mean, or- heck, but Paul, Paul Merrick or whatever his name was, the dude that was at Sentara, it yeah. happened to him. Yep. It happened to Dr. Peter McCullough. It happened to uh, Pierre Corey or Corey Pierre, however you say his name. It happened to lots of people that were like the number one people in their field, you know, Dr. Robert Malone, who helped create the jab, the technology anyway. So anyway, don't just blindly trust everybody. That's the message of the story. Okay. You got anything to say? No, it's a lot. It was a lot to catch up on. (laughs) It was a lot. Yeah, it was a lot to catch up on. And I bet there's more. There's probably more. We'll see you guys next week. Much love to you. Make sure you smash that like, smash that subscribe do everything you can to stay close because that's the only way we get any kind of fun stuff from this is by seeing how many people do that. So comment where you're from below. Comment what you love the most. Say what you want to say. Much love to you. Mwah.